Stab, Abby and Matt are on holidays. So here's some of their best bits. I don't want to get any ladies in trouble here, but I just think you should go home mm-hmm. for guys and look into the shower and have a look at those special bottles of shampoo and conditioner and then never use them because if they're not yours, you don't want to touch them or waste them if you're not precious about your hair. Correct. Because there has been a, a beauty junkie, right, that he would describe himself, and he's an Australian hairdresser and he's been in the industry for many, many years. Is it and Stephen? he is. No. Okay. He's quoted saying, after 15 years in the hair industry, I didn't think there was anything that could surprise me. Then was introduced at Virtue Labs. Anyway, so he's gone on about this product and he said it's brilliant. Now, the owners of this product have said, God, us girls are suckers, but I want it. Pardon? Has- what did you say? I missed what you said then. God, us girls really get good products. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I, thought I, I had heard it too. I heard something, I heard something completely different. I was like, I'm not yeah. sure if my headphones... No, that was weird. Something. That was strange. Yeah, anyway, I will uh, go back and check yeah, it. Yeah, okay. it's, it's fine. Um, and the reason for his excitement of this product is it's a clever new ingredient called Alpha Keratin 60KU, and it can seek out the damage in your hair. And once it finds the damage, it binds to it and fills in any weak spots, uh-huh. transforming your hair mm-hmm. from damaged hair and leaving you with beautiful hair. All right, fellas, we're on the hair. Let's seek it out. Let's fix it. It's like the way that um, like neurofin can target the pain. Yeah, and I yeah. said that to my brother who's yeah. a pharmacist. I'm like, I want the back pain. He goes, oh, right, so the, the, the actual neurofin knows where to go in your body? I'm like, well, then why can they sell for of period pain? Of course. Well, yeah. It knows I'm on my period and it just cruises down there and numbs the he area. Says the pain receptors are all in your brain, <laughs> same place. So I, was like, I oh. think they got in Panadol and that might have gotten a bit of trouble for that. Uh, in the day. Choice from... Magazine, I think, did it. Yeah. yeah. But so wait, now you're saying that the shampoo can't do that? No, I, I still want it. All right. Um, because <laughs> once, every, once someone else wants it, then I want it. Once it gets good reviews, then mm. it must be good. Yeah. But I would just want to know how much is too much to spend on shampoo? Because uh-huh. it's got shampoo, it's got conditioner. Mm. And then it's got uh, restivation uh, treatment mask. If it's not in a head and shoulders bottle, I don't touch it. I will if oh. I have no if I have no um, of my own shampoo left. Mm. I will find a cake of soap, mm. lather my hands up, and, and I would do that. I would rather use dishwashing liquid. My yeah. husband than uses touch. that. He does that, and it smells it's it smells stuff. fresh. It's beautiful. Um, Lemony fresh. It's so annoying though, because the more you pay, the smaller the bottle is. Why that seems redundant. Because it's... Did you it's not like, hear what it says? It's like it seeks out the damage yeah. in your skin. No, I heard the bullcrap. binds to it. Mm. How much do you think is too much for the shampoo conditioner? How much would you oh, get we're gonna, we're gonna you play this annoyed? game. We're going to play this game. All I want to ask before we finish this is mm. please don't send the link to my wife. Already done, mate. All right. Um, <laughs> As she presses send. Well, I want to know if it's any good. When did you send it to her? Huh? When did you send it? What's that? I haven't. Mm. Okay, what do you want? What do you reckon? I'm going to say... I'm going to say... $300. That's ridiculous. Anyone spending three... Is this... Hang on. Are we going just shampoo or is it a shampoo conditioner combo? Mm, with the restorative mask. Well, I went to find it online and it was in America, but I think you can find it at Sephora. So let's just go with the the like the shampoo. Just the shampoo? How much do you reckon the shampoo is? Just a small bottle of shampoo. So what is it? It's $60 and that's ridiculous. 240 mils. $150. I'm going to say $60. If you pay any, well, if you pay that, you're already a more. And if you go more... Yeah, I would have thought you'd be on board with this because you, you and your okay, hair... So, so shampoo... Uh. No, but he, he's got good hair, but he doesn't want to pay for it. Uh. Uh, the shampoo's small bottle is $54. Okay, I've gone too far. For how many mil, though? 240 uh, Well, Man, yeah, two, although it's the same price and then... Because I was thinking the... like a bottle of shampoo. No, mate, the more you pay, the little, like the little ones... 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Now you know. You know what you do know. Shampoo's cheap if you pump it. Mm-hmm. Like if it's got that big pump thing where it goes, pfft, yeah, pfft, you're not paying much for that. But if you've got to pick it up and pop the little cap on it, where it goes, cook. <laughs> then you know that's expensive. So how much would you pay for the mask? Do you think now the mask is very good uh-huh. and it's even smaller. It's in a little small tube. Ten bucks. Well, now going off. That's what you should pay. Going off then. It should come with the shampoo as a free sample. As no, a bu- no, no, you're right. Pay the as shampoo. a bonus, as a bonus pack. pack. Yeah, yeah. Pay, no. get the hair, the shampoo and conditioner. Get a mask for free. Well, you get the shampoo for fifty-four, uh-huh. the conditioner for fifty-four, uh-huh. and then for the mask, which yeah. is uh, ninety-two dollars. Whoa, ninety-two. Why is the mask more? The mask is always more. That's a treatment. You only use it once or twice a week. Oh, oh sorry, because oh. it's a one-time it's thing. A one-time, you pay extra. Yeah. 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 So yeah. when's yours turning up? Well, I'm going to wait until your wife gives good reviews and then I'll buy it. She is this, why, is this why wives need so much money in a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> there will be some guys. Imagine if that's what you put down. I'm and tell me, why do you need his super? So I can treat myself. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you get the bottle, the shampoo, and then you get the mask, and that's why I need all his money. I don't know. I just, it's annoying because I feel like I need it, and I'm not going to buy it because it's ridiculous. Yeah, you're you going to buy it. No, yes, I you're so going to buy it. And then I... you're going to come swooshing in here and expect us to say something no, about it. Yeah, yeah, can you tell? Can you I sent a link to my mum and said, can I get it for Christmas? Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things you can say would say in bed. What you can say in the bedroom and another scenario. It's not dirty. It's just you go here. That's really funny. Uh, and today it is at the polling booth after a big election weekend. Thirteen ten sixty. Get involved, Caitlin in Burpengary. What can you say in the bedroom and at an election? Sorry, what's your name again? Ah, oh, oh, yes. yes. It's rude if you have to ask more than once, isn't it? Awkward. <laughs> Awkward, yes. <laughs> Better to know if you need to ever let health authorities. If I forget, I often say, like, I'm so sorry, how do you spell that? And they're like, it's Sarah. And you're like, yeah, but do you have it with Sarah. A out an A? How do you spell that? T-I-M. <laughs> <laughs> no silent K. I didn't know if it was Timmy. <laughs> hey, Joseph, what can you say in the bedroom and at, at a polling booth? Oh, she just quite doesn't do it for me anymore. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, poor Deb. Didn't do it for Queensland. <laughs> uh, good on you, Joseph. Karen and Kedron, what can you say in the bedroom and at a polling booth? Where can I put it? Uh, it's, it's polite. Yeah. You don't want to put it in the wrong place, yeah. do you? You just put it in the, in this little slot. Yeah, but which one? Do you know what I mean? If they're next to each other, then you're like, you don't want to get the wrong one. That's true. Which one of these is Anastasia's box? <laughs> well, we always know your preference, Manny. Yeah. No, I could change any given day. Well, you can't now. It's too late. <laughs> Kiara in Indravilli, what can you say in the bedroom and at the bowling booth? Is that all? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Sometimes you think there's going to be more, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. 13, Get back 10, in the car, 60. feel disgusted at yourself. <laughs> Don't know what you actually did. Danny and Strathpine, what can you say in the bedroom and at a polling booth? Shame. Nice sausage. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, there was sausage. a lot of photos of sausages. Did you mm-hmm. not see them? No sausage near the one that I kept driving past um, in Oxley. Would you wind down the windows and smell, even though you voted, you still wanted to sniff? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to get a, go and get a sausage. Do you have to have proof that you voted to no, get well, a sausage? you need to be going in, but you could have just pretended, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, right. Hashtag democracy sausage. Mm-hmm. You see that everyone was... Yep. yep. Uh, Ray and Ningi, what can you say in the bedroom and when you vote? I've got some lead in my pencil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I did this, I I did this at home did. weeks ago. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you... Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, yeah. they're not even lead pencils anymore, are they? I don't, I've never been. I'm not, I mean, no, like, each their own, Ray. I don't know your preference, but I, I wouldn't imagine that one would fly too, too easily in a, in a bedroom. Well, it's mm-hmm. up to them. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Maggie Dent. Hello, I'm Maggie Dent. She's written many books on raising boys. We've spoken to this lady a couple of times. She's very funny, very insightful as well. Her first book is Raising Boys. The second, which is out now, it is From Boys to Men. Maggie Dent is on with us. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Your first book is one of the most read books in our house because I've got three boys. <laughs> but um, my, my dad came over and read your book and he couldn't stop sobbing. And I was like, yep. are you okay? And yep. he's like, it was just so beautiful and it's how I would have wanted to be raised as well. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really big thing. And, I, you know, you know I wrote it for mums so they could understand boys better because we don't have, you know, external genitalia and we don't think the same. Mm. But um, <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> oh, my God, no. you're teaching me something, Maggie, no. right here, right now. <laughs> but when, um, you know, I did a podcast with uh, Sarah Konoski and I talked very much about how men told me stories they'd never told the woman they'd been married to for 40 years because they were still really frightened that if she knew how bad they'd been and that and the thing was so minor but they'd been shamed mm. so badly for it they thought that she wouldn't be able to love them mm. right because wow. so, that's what we were doing to boys we're hitting them shaming them because we thought they were tough mm. yeah and of course what we know is no child is tough um, we do know boys have a higher muscle layer, which means they also like to move a bit more. Mm. But at the end of the day, and that's what, what is so beautiful, is when men are able to realise those who have that tough sort of stuff, we need to know it's not okay. You can raise awesome men without hitting them and hurting them. And I would say it's messages like that. It's been unbelievable. But, do you know, here's one for you, Maggie, that I've taken from your book that is so true. Um, don't wait at the school gate after school because boys have something about them where they need to do number twos so like when you pick up boys it's like make sure you go hey do you need to do you need to leave now because they get all nervous when you're staying at school gates which girls for some reason just don't have the same issues that's a part of the sensitivity because um we actually know they've got more they're more susceptible to gut problems because Mm. that's where a lot of their anxiety is buried underneath it um, I call it when the poo was due. So you can imagine my house had four sons yeah. and two toilets. So, and I was a teacher, so I often took them home. Oh my god, the diving for the toilet was just one of the fun bits of my day. Yeah, right. I, I think um, it's hard, and because I have an eighteen-year-old son, and our relate, we, we're very close. We were closer when he was little, but we hit a patch in his teenage years where we used to fight lots, Maggie, like lots yep. of arguments and stuff. And it wasn't till recently that I realised I wanted him to act like a man, um, be growing up, but I never treated him like a man. I still treated him like a child. And it, does your book cover some of that stuff off? Because that's a really tough patch to go through with teenage boys. Oh, and it's really... So when we realised... Often you get triggered too because of how you were treated at the same window when you were a bit confused. Mm. But what we know is that um, with the brain pruning, the hormonal changes, the physical changes, what happens is a lot of, you know, they they just get a bit thick. Like they forget stuff, they get more disorganised, and then they're really wanting to beat up on themselves. And then dads and mums want to step up to remind them, right? And therefore they feel like they're always getting 
growled at, nagged at, whatever that. No one's there saying, hey, mate, this is what happens right now, but it, it gets a bit better. That mm. so your voice coming out of that really crazy window, gradually growing a bit more what we call myelin, which is, <laughs> helps his brain think a bit better. Think of but that. you do realise the prefrontal <laughs> is the prefrontal, the final stage of the executive brain is not finished for boys until mid twenties to twenty seven, um, and that's with loving guidance from good parents and good lighthouses. Mm. Makes it, it sound like you shouldn't date a guy until they're twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they're a lot of fun sometimes. Can't uh, yeah. What's the um, what's the what's the difference in females? How when does theirs stop? Yeah, twenty two to twenty three. Because right. girls are actually already ahead two years the whole way through, and there's a biological reason for it. But that's why they go into puberty earlier than boys. Mm. Which is why fourteen. Oh my God! As a teacher of fourteen-year-old boys, uh, the slapping, the grunting, the stupid <laughs> antics, the farting in class, the calling out, um, and the girls are going, "When are they going to grow up?" Mm. Yeah. Well, around 16, there's a bit of an evening out, and they don't look quite so stupid. <laughs> how I follow you on Instagram, Maggie, and you post some beautiful photos of, you know, your four boys and how proud you are, but you also mm-hmm. post some beautiful photos of their partners. Mm-hmm. And I always want to know, you're like the mother-in-law. Is, <laughs> have you ever not liked them? Because that's like my biggest fear of not liking their partners. Oh, look, it's really interesting. And this is something that as a mother of only boys, uh, as daughter-in-laws, I finally got people I can sit and talk about recipes and makeup and hairy legs and you name it. I finally got <laughs> women in my life, and I love them. And the best bit, I suppose, is I own all my muck-ups, all my cock-ups, all my failures as a mother, and so they actually feel quite safe. Well, I think they feel quite safe. We, uh, we're partial to the odd dice of bubbles, and we love to go to shows. So I kind of got daughters later in life. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Maggie Dent. Hello, I'm Maggie Dent. She's written many books on raising boys. We're speaking with Maggie Dent. She's got a book out from Boys to Men. Um, it's a great read. You, you said um, that you, you wrote it so that mums could understand um, their boys, you know, and, and, and how different they are. How important do you think it is? Because I think this is something we should still focus on as well, is... Um, how much in this book is for men to read so that they can help raise good men as well? Because cause I think that's a really yeah. important thing these days, that strong men and, and good men should should help boys and, and teach them how to be better. Okay, so from the, the latest book is for mums and dads. So Mothering yeah. Our Boys was for mums. So this one is, there is a specific chapter for confused daddies and there's one for, for cute confused mummies. But the whole book... When you understand what's going on as an adolescent on this journey, um, and I interviewed and surveyed over 1,600 men, the hunger for their dads that came through in that survey was profound. However, it was a hunger for a dad who was connected, who was a bit warm, who, yes, needed to be firm. So they weren't hungry for a a tough dad. Mm. And they all of them in that in that beautiful survey said, now I know how to be that dad and I'm being the dad I wanted on that journey. So again it's it's a it's a beautiful calling and I've got the voices of boys and men all through the book. So is that to to be an amazing dad, in saying that you kinda need to be more in touch with your emotions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One of the things that we noticed um, is that some of the dads said, I, I just go straight into my own dad. 
Mm. Yeah. Because us females are constantly assessing every single thing all the time about how we speak, how we hear, what are people saying, blah, 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 blah. We review our childhood, we review everything over and over and over again. Well, guys don't tend to do that as much, but they go back to an automatic, you know, biographical version of how to be a dad. We are now starting to evolve into being, I believe, the dads we want to be rather than the irrational one that probably made impulsive choices based on something from his childhood. Maggie, we, you know, celebrate International Women's Day and us girls get together and, you know, we talk about things that we're proud of to be a woman, which (laughs) rightly so. But you've written something about the book, which I think is really important, is that we seem to shame a lot of men. And even, you know, not just little boys growing up, but I mean, like, even men in the workplace sometimes get shamed for being a a man because it's not proud. Uh, You shouldn't be proud enough to be, you know, masculine these days. Yeah. So what we're doing is gradually dismantling the old man box, which said there's only one way to be a man, and that's tough, you know, out there, you need to be an alpha male, you need to be competitive, you need to love sport, you need to... So that box, once again, had some messages which weren't helpful, and they are still kind of around a bit that shut down every all your feelings, because that's what men do. Men need to deal with their own problems, they don't share them, and men need to be stoic. But as we're dismantling that, so then the other side of it was the same time that was still there that we made dads on TV look like buffoons or idiots. So can you see we're shifting some social conditioning? It's not an easy thing to do because I sometimes am in early childhood and I can hear a female teacher um, speaking way more harshly to the little boys and the little girls because she thinks girls are weaker. Well, in actual fact, they're not at that age. So can you see we're shifting into a state where we need to go, it's okay to be any form of man you are as long as you're not hurting anyone else in the world. If you want to be a sensitive artsy dude who wants to play music and not go and, you know, watch the rugby, you need to be accepted as okay like that too. We spoke about it um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Abs, you brought it up about the middle child. Oh, there definitely are influences of birth order. I'm the fifth of six and I was a very loud middle child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because hello what about me Um, but we do think it's more temperament guys is that you can end up on my spectrum of rooster or lamb so if you end up the feisty highly spirited energetic girl or boy you'll give any parent a nightmare and if you're the sensitive gentle child who's very thoughtful and caring it's a little bit easier to parent you and they often like sleeping Mm. so there's definitely a a calling for that they'll go what about me that was the favourite line of my third son Um, (laughs) he you know, probably could do with a bit of therapy around it, but, you know, at the end of the day... <laughs> you wrote a book for him, Maggie. You know, you want to make other people better, so... <laughs> but then once again, you know, the oldest child is often the one most driven. You know, there's a really high percentage of firstborns that end up lawyers. Yeah, right. right. Mm. And we're saying that? they're all mm. the, uh, the presidents as well. Presidents of the yep. USA, yeah. I think, have always been um, firstborn. Mm. My oldest is a lawyer, and he was practising from about three. Yeah. And I think also, um, you know, our parenting shifts a little from our first, where we're like all over them, like, yeah. you know. And then mm. we gradually get what I believe a little more healthy, um, some say slacker, and we treat them <laughs> with a little bit more benign neglect, which is actually really good for children. Mm to be able to step up and be their own leader and their own person. I think every day is a different day in every home. Today's parents are just so hard on themselves, I believe. Way hard on themselves. They think they see that a meltdown in the shopping centre is a sign of a lousy parent, whereas it's developmentally completely normal. 
I'm glad you said that because my third boy, <laughs> I generally walk over him when he has a tantrum mm-hmm. yeah. and the other yeah. boys are like, are you going to take him? I'm like, he'll follow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in a moment. Because make sure he doesn't run on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, it's in a Westfield. Um, and, and in about a day's time, I might have a chat to him about what that particular thing might have been about because yeah, right. in the heat of the moment. So this is one really interesting thing that if everyone parent can listen to this or everyone in a um, heterosexual relationship, when women or females get upset, the limbic brain fires up with upset and then the word centre fires up next. And in boys and men, it's the limbic brain fires up, the amygdala fires up, and then it's the body. So when we're saying, what did you do that for? It's impossible for them to pull words out of there, but they may kick. So my challenge was when I got upset and angry, I'd go for a walk. The boys still laugh about it. So if I only went for a 10-minute walk, things weren't too bad. But mum was gone for more than half an hour. Man, let's clean up. They clean the house. <laughs> they do the dishwasher. <laughs> she, we, she's got for an hour, man. Let's uh, mop the floors. Mop the floors. Next, if she's not back in an hour, the car. Clean the car. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Finally got me an air fryer. Air fryer. Air fryer. Maddie, you've created a monster. And I, I'm willing to admit that about myself. I have become one of those people. I, You got me an air fryer. Thank you so much. You're and welcome. it has changed my life. It's your new hobby. And now we're all on a journey together, aren't we? <laughs> well, you, you've just got very excited. I think, you you know, you were looking forward to something different and it's come into your life mm-hmm. and it's been better than whatever you thought uh, it would be. It's, yes. You epic. wanted a new, um, what did you, you want a new recipe? Yes. But instead you're just cooking the same thing but in the air fryer. Well, yeah, but it tastes different. <laughs> <laughs> what did you air fry on the weekend? Uh, bacon. Bacon. Yeah? Yeah. Good. It was great. Yeah. I, I sent you a photo. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, was, look, I, was, I was keeping that on the DM. I know, I know. So, he stopped sending me photos. <laughs> yeah. uh, my, I haven't been impressed enough. I'm like, cool, so what can you cook in it that's healthy? Mm. Crumbed some chicken. Uh, that sounds healthy. With uh, cornflake uh, crumb. And, uh, that was that was a delight. And then the creme de la creme, the pista resistance, um, I did a, a roast pork, which apparently that that was the selling point for it. Everyone that has them says, if you do a roast pork in this thing, you'll never go back again. And um, it was, it's actually the picture of it on my Instagram is outperforming pictures of my daughter. Like it's... <laughs> it surprises you sometimes the gram, doesn't it? Yeah. You're like, what do you mean? I put a baby up. That mm. thing should be a like machine. But here is the issue. You sent me a link, Abby, to um, the air fryer, Kmart air fryer. One of fryer. our beautiful listeners did. So if the boys really like it, why don't mm. you get on here? Because it's Kmart air fryer. What's the title of the Facebook page? Uh, air but, fry fan club or family or mm. something. Because you guys tried to be a part of uh, the other one, which was the Kmart mums. Yes. Remember you tried a few yeah, times? Yeah, they wouldn't let us in. You, yeah. you, you girls were it's all Kmart running right in It's Kmart Air Fryer Recipes Australia. So yeah. what you can do is you can join the group. No, nah, I'm out. Well, I got you to join. There's over 300 um, members. Yeah. Did you get kicked 300, out? 300,000. <laughs> oh, what did you, you didn't follow the terms and conditions? Uh, look. Started criticising. All I wanted to do was share my amazing pork recipe with them. <laughs> So I, I, I wait, wait, wait. you're off Facebook. So you have joined Facebook again yeah. just so you can post a photo of this pork yeah. that you did in your air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically for that reason. Yeah. Right. So, you just need the admiration. <laughs> no, I don't want to share it with people. Yeah, but why do you share it? For the like. <laughs> Renee Von Schill's on there. She's put her pork up over the weekend. Oh. Right. So people are loving it. How many it. likes? 59. Whoa, that's a missed opportunity. No, so I sent them the photo, and they've got mm-hmm. admins that have to approve it, right? So I sent them the photo, said, here's, here's my, look at this crackling roast pork, amazing. Mm-hmm. Got denied. 
What, did you swear in it or something? No, you have to... <laughs> no, I didn't. You have to put down the um, cook time. And oh. why didn't you put down the cook time? I didn't know that that was the thing. That makes sense to me. Right. So you haven't I, read yeah. any other recipe. You just want to share yours. Yes. Why hadn't you looked at anyone else's and seen the rules? Well, there was even terms and conditions when you joined the group. No one reads terms and conditions. <laughs> so then I, I went back in. I said, here's my roast, my roast pork. Um, 20 minutes on um, 160. You went back. You tried to post a second time. <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes at 160 and then 25 at 180. Bang. That would have got, got tonight. No. What did you do this time? I forgot to say it was pork. <laughs> You've got to say what it is if you're putting it up. I forgot to say it. So, not to be <laughs> um, deterred, I went back again. You did it. I did, three times. <laughs> what is Kat doing while you're doing all this puffing and puffing? She's, she's tutting at me. Okay. Judging she's, him. I, I, said, I said to her, I said, Kat, I think I'm becoming one of those people. And she's like, no, you are fully one of those people. He rejoined Facebook to do that. She joined Tinder to get a new husband. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm out of here. Got, to, got tonight again because I didn't put in the, um, like, the, that I rubbed salt on it and all the pre-stuff. What's well, a well. recipe. No, I don't know if you realise, if you've read it, it says we're here to post the recipes. So you need to post what it is. You can't just say, here's my awesome photo. People like it. So fourth time's a no. charm. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you go back and forth? Yes, I did. Oh, you are... S- you know what's worse about this? His handle is stab at B105, which is embarrassing for all of us. Can you change it? Maybe, no. maybe they're all Nova listeners. That's actually what it is. And denied. then the fourth one was denied, so I'm like, I'm out. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Oh, you tried to post four times and then you bailed. Yeah. So did you unjoin the group? I did. Oh, he, he took his bat and ball and went home. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're yeah, hectic, though. sending the photos to Matt. Not as rewarding, is it? No. Oh. Maybe you should start your own one, girlfriend. Oh, that's a good idea. No, it was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better than sending them to you. <laughs> when you send me photos now, I'm going to say recipe, cook time. <laughs> but they, it gets hectic. Anything Kmart especially, but any Facebook groups, mm. they have strict rules. Mm. And the... the the um, administrators, they run it like North Korea. Yeah. They're like the Kim Jong-un of that Facebook page. Mm. I got kicked out of a review one. So you go in there and you post like different reviews of different products. And yeah. I was very unhappy with a uh, like a, a health fund. Mm-hmm. And it did specifically say, don't post names. And I kept posting names. Uh... And they warned me and offered me to do it. And then they kicked me off. Mm. So I can understand. It's very annoying when you go back in, you see that you're not yeah. a member. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you're listening at the moment and you've been kicked out of a... A group. Have you been denied from a Facebook group? Mm. What did you, think you do? They're all going to be mums groups. Don't you? Uh, I reckon they're all going to be. I was on this like tea towels lovers group, but you know they're lost, in my opinion. Well, you didn't post a recipe though. Well, no, but I wanted to. <laughs> but they missed out on my roast pork. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Finally got me an air fryer. Air fryer. Air fryer. Got me an air fryer. Thank you again, Maddie Acton. And was trying to post a uh, recipe of my amazing pork crackling on an air fryer Facebook page. And I got denied four times, and then I spat the dummy, and I quit the group. The, 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 the Kmart mums in the Kmart air, fire, air fryer recipe group were like, nah, follow the rules. It wasn't a recipe. You just posted a photo and wanted people to like it. Yeah. But you have well, to post the recipe. I tried that, and I didn't meet the criteria. They want a lot of information. No, it says... Black and white, they're what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need there's there's strict rules and regulations <laughs> when it comes to the Facebook group. So we're asking on thirteen ten sixty if you've been denied or kicked out of one. Before. Amy in Lawton, have you? Yes. So I was in a fitness. Well, it wasn't a fitness group, but it was a group dedicated to fitness clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, exotic Athletica, which are a Sunshine Coast company. Loved their clothes. 
but the group itself turned into basically, I don't want to say a cult, but you weren't allowed to say anything negative. Like, if your clothes fit wrong, it was an issue with you. So we wanted a group where we could talk openly about issues, so we made another one called FOMO, and we literally all got kicked out of the tribe group because apparently we were running down the fitness clothes, which (laughs) we weren't, but yeah. (laughs) So you started your own country... And so you you lost your passport to the other one? Yeah, pretty much. Just for saying, oh, look, you know, has anyone had this issue with the waistband rolling down or something like that? Oh, no, Amy, you nothing. did not. <laughs> got to take, they've got to take feedback, don't they, Amy? Lisa, in Logan Village, what did you get kicked out of? What Facebook group? Um, it was actually, yeah, a wedding one, like a budget wedding uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they're just really strict with no advertising. Um, and I'm a marriage celebrant, and I put it up there a couple of times and without thinking, and, yeah, they just cut you out. And um, mm. <laughs> I rang the administrator, and she was not very sympathetic. Mm. Um, mm. You called her on the phone? <laughs> yeah, I got in contact with her, um, but she wasn't a very nice person. Mm. Were you, was it just, I mean, let's be honest, was it good for your advertising? Was it good for your business to be able to put it up there? Absolutely, yeah. I had got previous jobs. I had got previous jobs between before then um, through this site, um, but only by responding to brides that were asking for a marriage celebrant. Mm. You couldn't advertise. You had to respond to a request. Oh. Right. Right, okay then. Mm. Did you go as um, crazy to go and set up a whole new Facebook account <laughs> so that you can just keep re-logging yourself in? <laughs> Maybe. (laughs) You did so. The old burner account. Uh, Brooke in Cleveland, have you been kicked out of a Facebook group? I haven't, but Stav, I've got the skinny for you because Mm. one of my friends is actually one of the admin on that group. Oh, right. So she's the denier that's been denying me. One of them. I don't know if it's her personally. There are a couple of them, but Mm. I do know she does get a little bit sneaky sometimes because she's an air fryer fanatic. Yeah. And when she has someone submit a recipe that she really, really likes and hasn't been up there before, she will deny it sometimes so that she can make it and post it. (gasps) Get out of town. (laughs) 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 So it's all all good fun in the family. It's all good fun. Although people have been putting pork up there. Like, it'll look roast pork. Get on and have a look. Has she put a roast pork up in the last (laughs) last wee while or so? I hope they haven't been talking about Stav. And just make sure that it's distanced from us. Oh, it's all good. I'm going to call her after this and actually yeah. ask her if it was no, her. It's we be want hilarious. her on now. We we want to talk to her. <laughs> I'm not telling you who she is because there are so many different Facebook, especially Kmart groups. That you know, it, it is a full time job. These people don't get paid to do it, mm. and there are rules for a reason. But mm. yeah, but yeah it's it's. That's yeah. a, she's a like thief. If she goes, that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be popular. She yes. steals it, yes. and then she gets on there and gets all the credit. I knew there had to be a reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop, I'll be in my-